0: In the beginning, when God began to create the heavens and the earth, there was darkness and void. There was only chaos, and there in the darkness and the chaos, the Spirit of God was found hovering waiting for God to speak, and God spoke, Let there be light. And there was light. God was in the darkness, present in the chaos, and God spoke, Let there be light, and there was light, and it was good. And in the presence of this light, God spoke forth land and life and seas and food, And God spoke forth us to live in this light that had pushed back the darkness. God said, let there be light, and there was light, and it was good. In the beginning, when God began to free God's people from their slavery in Egypt, there was darkness. And chaos. They needed to run, for the armies were chasing them. They needed direction, for they were in a new land. But how could they run in the darkness? How could they find their way in the empty land by night? But God was with them in the darkness. God had no fear of the dark, for God is light. And light drives out the darkness. So God spoke. Let there be light, and God commanded a pillar of fire to light up the night and guide the people of God. God rescued God's people from the dark. God rescued God's people in the dark because God commands the light and God's people, led by the light walked out of the darkness of their bondage. In the beginning, when God began to lead God's people by God's word, it was dark. The darkness was the chaos of everyone doing what pleased themselves, and they were pleased by evil. And so God spoke into the darkness of that selfish, shadowed time. Let there be light. And the light was the light of God's word and God's law, for God's word is a light to our path and a lamp to our feet, guiding us in the way of blessing and healing and life, guiding us from the shadow into God's true light, in the light of God's word is hope and wisdom, the answer to our selfish, shadowed hearts, and it is good. In the beginning of the nation of Israel, there was darkness and chaos. The first king had abandoned God and turned to a destructive path. God's anointed David hid in the shadows of the caves, constantly at the edge of death. And God said, let there be light, and he rescued David. And when David was safe, and his enemies were driven out of the land, David stopped, and he sang, you, Lord, are my lamp the Lord turns the darkness into daylight. In the beginning, in the beginning of God's prophetic work to cleanse God's nation, there was darkness. Though they knew God's law, they chose rebellion and suffered the darkness. Though they knew the lit path, they chose to live in the shadow of sin. And through God's prophets, God said, Let there be light. The prophet Micah saw the coming light. But as for me, I watch and hope for the Lord. I wait for God, my Savior. My God will hear me. Do not gloat over me, my enemy. Though I have fallen, I will rise. Though I now sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. Because I have sinned against him, I will bear the Lord's wrath until he pleads my case and he upholds my cause. He will bring me out of the light, into the light, and I will see his righteousness. And in the beginning... As God first began to share a word of hope with God's people, there was darkness and chaos. The darkness of despair and hopelessness, they were a conquered people, an exiled people, a rebellious people. They were a people in shadow and gloom, with little but a memory of the light in their time of present darkness. And God said, Let there be light. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you and make you to be a covenant for the people. You will be a light for the Gentiles to open the eyes that are blind, to free captives from prison, to release from dungeon those who sit in darkness. I will lead the blind by ways they have not known, along unfamiliar paths I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake them. So now arise and shine, for the light has come. The glory of the Lord rises upon you. Look, even now darkness covers the earth, a thick darkness over all people. But the Lord rises upon you. God's glory will shine over you, and the nations will come to your light. And the kings to the brightness of your dawn. And in the beginning, when God finally began the great work of salvation, the work that was planned since God first called forth the light in the beginning of that work, it was dark. We lived in a world without hope. The light of God's law had not saved us. The light of God's nation had not pushed back the darkness. The light of God's king had failed to hold back the gloom, but now in the midst of the darkness, the words of the prophet would finally come true. The people living in darkness would see a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light would dawn. For once again, God entered the darkness and spoke those good words, let there be light. But now the words He spoke were not about the Son or the prophet or the Word, they were about His Son. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made by him, it did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent or human decision or a husband's will, but born of God, the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory shine, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and truth. And in the beginning, When Jesus began His ministry, there was darkness and confusion. Who was this man who could calm the waves? Was he the prince of demons? Was he a magician or a prophet? Families were divided as some followed and some rejected. And in the midst of that darkness and confusion, Jesus Himself said, Let there be light. For I am the light. Jesus spoke to the people. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And since he knew he would soon leave his disciples, he warned them, saying, You are going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light. Before darkness overtakes you, whoever walks in the dark does not know where they are going. So believe in the light while you have the light, so that you may be children of the light. This is our God. This is our Savior always bringing light into our darkness because in the beginning... In the beginning of your story, as God began to care for you, as God began to love you, there was great darkness. The darkness of sin and confusion is not just around you, it is in you. Your life is darkened and shadowed and you have lived in darkness. But remember, God does not fear the darkness. God does not fear the darkness. Even your darkness does not frighten God, for God is light, and God's light is strong enough to drive out even the shadows in your life. In fact, God longs to speak over your life. God longs to speak over your life words spoken before the beginning of time and now God wants to whisper them in your ear let there be light for the people living in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of the shadow of death a light has dawned for you were once in darkness. But now you are in the light of the Lord. Live then as children of the light, for the fruit of the light is goodness and righteousness and truth. Find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the deeds of darkness, but expose them. This is why God's Word says, Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead. Let the light of Christ shine on you, for you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. You are God's special possession so that you may declare the praises of the One who has called you out of the darkness and into His wonderful light. And in... The end, when all the beginnings have been finished, when we're done with beginning because God's work that once began as redemption has now completed the work of redemption in Christ Jesus, when God is done beginning and has moved on to ending, God will say one final time, let there be light. And there will be light, not of a star or a moon or a scripture or a prophet, but the light of the glory of God and the lamp of God's Son. John gives us a picture of this day. I looked and I could not find a temple in that city because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. And that city in that day does not have a sun or a moon to shine on it for the glory of God gives it light. And the Lamb is its lamp. And the nations will walk by its light. And the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. And no one will ever shut the gates of that city. For there will be no night. I want you to know something about our God. Okay? I want you to know something down deep in your soul about our God. Our God finishes what our God starts, our God completes. The work God sets out to do. And one day at the birth of time itself, our God said, let there be light. And our God will not stop until every corner of darkness has been driven out by the light. One day our God said, let there be light. And our God will not stop till every shadow has been chased away. This is the ongoing story of our God. Page after page in God's Word, wherever there has been darkness, wherever there is darkness, wherever there will be darkness until there is no more darkness, God is there in the darkness declaring, let there be light. What God does in Christ Jesus is the fulfillment, it's the ongoing fulfillment of what God began to do in creation. You see, what God began in creation, God will complete in the new creation, and Christ has entered the present creation so that creation itself might be redeemed. When Jesus was born, Luke tells us that nobody knew what was going on. You know, we had this lady who who got pregnant without having a husband and all this, and everybody was confused, and and nobody knew what to make of it except Zechariah knew. He says, this child is the dawn breaking into our night. He's here to shine on those living in darkness, to drive out the shadow of death, to be a lamp to our feet, to guide us in the path of peace. You see, God has never stopped saying, let there be light. Not once, not ever. Those words are always on the lips of our God. And God is saying that today in our world. For there is still shadow with us, there is still darkness with us, and in our world of darkness and chaos, God is saying, let there be light. Our world, church, still needs to hear these words, for there is great darkness, isn't there? The darkness of hunger and violence, the darkness of division and hatred, the darkness of corruption and cruelty. But our God does not ignore the darkness. Our God does not turn a blind eye to the darkness. Just as on that first day of creation, our God is actually hovering over the chaos and the darkness, waiting to declare, let there be light. And God's declaration of light in the darkness is not just for the cosmos. It's not just for the world. It's for you, okay? Some of us are entering this season with a shadow, aren't we? Maybe you've brought a shadow in with you that kind of surrounds your life. Maybe you feel like you are the one living in darkness. Maybe it's the darkness of a family crisis or job struggle. or Maybe it's the darkness of grief or loss. The darkness of violence and cruelty against you. Well, God knows about the shadow. God is aware of the darkness that surrounds your life. Don't hide that from God. You take that to God. Maybe the shadow you have with you is not around you. Maybe it is within you. Maybe the shadow you bring is a shadow of grief or doubt or longing or disappointment or failure or sin. God knows about the darkness. Don't hide the darkness. God is there. God is present Our God will not rest until every corner of darkness is illuminated. And that includes the darkness in your soul. God is calling you out of the darkness and into the light. God is speaking to your soul. Let there be light. And those words, those aren't just words for your life. It's also what God wants to speak with your life. That's the amazing thing about light is that once something is illuminated, it itself becomes a reflection of the light, doesn't it? As soon as something is is fully illuminated, you don't just see it, it actually illuminates other things. And God wants to do that with your life too. God wants you to be part of the let there be light project. For for Jesus tells us, you are the light of the world. Not because you're so bright, no offense, uh, but because you're so illuminated. That's how you become the light of the world. Not because you and yourself are so bright, but because you are so illuminated by the light of God. You are the light of the world. God wants you to be part of chasing back the shadows by sending you as God's light into dark places. God's people do not curse the darkness, for our God is light. God's people do not shame the darkness, for we have darkness within us. God's people do not abandon the darkness because our God is not content that any place be left in shadow. But God wants the light of God's love to go to all places. And God's people do not fear the darkness because our God is light. And the light overcomes the darkness. No, God's people Having heard God say over our lives, let there be light. Having let God begin to chase the shadows from our lives and illuminate the dark corners of our lives, God's people bring light. Wherever we go, we go out into the dark places of our world and we bring the dawn of Christ. This Christmas... I want more than anything else in the world for you, I want you to hear the voice of God this Christmas. I want you to hear God speak over the whole world this Christmas. I want you to hear God speak in the birth of a baby this Christmas. I want you to hear God speak over your soul this Christmas. I want you to hear God send you into the world with a clear message this Christmas. I want you to hear God say the very thing God said most perfectly through Jesus Christ. I want you to hear the Spirit of God over the whole world and over your life say, Let there be light. Let's pray. Gracious God, it's a miracle you didn't give up on us. We might have given up. It's a miracle you didn't tire of the darkness, for there is so much darkness. It's a miracle you didn't shrink back to the world of light you left for our sake. Yet God, in all these miracles, We give you praise for you have not given up on us. You, God, have not given up on the promise you made on the first day of all creation to bring light into every dark corner. And we, your people, worship you and give you praise as we listen to you say over our lives today, Let there be light. In Jesus' name, who is the light of the world, we pray. Amen.